Morning guys, welcome back to another episode of On The Real. Um, let's just get straight into it before I forget. Uh, the reason you know that I might forget is because it's raw. Um, overnight success and the secrets and answers. So, you want to know what it takes to be an overnight success and wake up in the morning and find that one of your podcasts, YouTube videos, Instagram posts, or SoundCloud posts have gone viral. Right, so here's the secret. Did you get, did you, get did you guys get that long pause? Because guess what? There is no secret. There's no secret to becoming an overnight success. There's no secret to one of your videos, uh, your podcasts, your SoundCloud updates, or Instagram posts going viral overnight. There is not a single, not a goddamn there's not a secret guys there's just not a secret and everyone's got this misconception that there's something someone does or you know before they go to bed with that post that allows it to become super viral but that's not it all it is is just people what people listen to what people watch what people see on instagram or what they hashtag or whatever it is that things go viral you know what i mean and then it's shared and it's shared and it's shared and it's shared all around but what some people fail to realize is the people that are doing most of the sharing is the actual creator. Think about it. As a creator of a podcast, as a creator of a stunning image or a track that you've recorded that just just seems like fire when you listen when you listen to it back, right? As the creator, your goal should be to get that image, that audio track out, that video out, and share it around to as many social media platforms as possible, so that so many people, millions of people can see, listen, you know what I mean? So your job before you go to bed, before your day's over, before it comes to an end, is to share like crazy, promote the hell out of this track, promote the hell out of this image. Share it on every platform. Tell your friends about it. Email them. Email your family. You know what I mean? That's the only way it's going to go viral. It's by sharing. That's what we do when we go on YouTube or we see something funny. Or for me personally, whenever I see something funny on Instagram, I save it now because Instagram's got this this feature which allows you to save some posts. Um, I save it and then I'll show I'll show my partner it because I found it funny. Um, she might then go and follow that page or whatever and then before you know it it's like dominoes you know she'll go and show a friend they'll do the same thing and it's just a domino effect you know but as a creator you got to be willing to put in the work and time into promoting that image or that audio track or that video you have to be the first person to turn around and say you know what i want this to go viral so i'm going to take these steps to make sure it happens and that's it you know it might not necessarily happen overnight. It might not happen, you know, tonight, the night after or whatever. But you may find that because you've been sharing it so consistently. And I love that word, guys. You know I love it. And it makes me so happy whenever I hear it. But when you do something consistently, you know, some people say that's, you know, insanity. You know, doing something over and over and again expecting a, a different outcome. But if that's madness, then... I'm quite happy to be called a madman because the level of consistency that I have 
the drive that I have is is just unmatched, you know. And and I tell you, if, if we engage in, if I ever meet any of you and we engage in a in a conversation, I I can guarantee you that the level of passion that you guys hear through this this these speakers these headphones it's unmatched to my real personality because I mean I, I go to work on a daily basis and you know my manager you know suffers quite a bit with lack of motivation and I, I you know it motivates me when I get to motivate him push him you know what I mean instill that fire that should be in his heart you know because Everyone's got a manager, then there's an ops manager, then there's a manager on top of that manager, and there's just a, you know, a tree. You know, the hierarchy just goes on forever. And you're getting shit on from the person at the very, very top. You know, one person gets shit on, the other person shits on the other person, and they shit on everybody else, and, you know, it's just a shitstorm. Right? But the only way to combat that, and, I, and I'll give you a prime example, guys. I uh, worked for a company, um, a few years ago now uh, and I was a just you know you're at the bottom of the hierarchy I was just one of the staff members come in I do my job and you know I'd, my uniform was always tatty and I didn't really give a shit about going to work all I just wanted was the money and you know the perks of the job and that was it but then I don't know what it is and it's like I, I know people say you have an epiphany but I have an epiphany like uh, like every day it's unbelievable but I had an epiphany at that time, and I thought, you know what? I've, I've been in this job for almost a, almost two years now, two years, maybe a little bit less, and I'm just I'm sick and tired of. It sounds like I'm on the set of Fast and Furious, so I do apologize. Um, but I just I had this epiphany, and I was just sick and tired of coming into work and just doing the same thing over, not making a difference. You know what I mean? Not 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 changing my life not moving up the career ladder or whatever it is and then I decided to take a stand I decided to apply for a vacancy as a as a training supervisor which I did and I and I, and I actually was successful in it um, and then I, I went from there to training to be a supervisor then I applied for the supervisor and I got that job and you know what I never forgot guys I never forgot where where I started you know I never forgot that I was a, you know, just a multifunctional staff member. I was to do everything and just get on with it or whatever it was and just take my orders. But you know, I never forgot when I became a supervisor, the people that I worked with, you know, I empathize with them because I know the role, I know the stresses that they have to go through because I've done it. I've done it before, you know? So as a supervisor now, everyone's expecting, oh, you're going to be power crazier. You're going to be on a power trip and start bossing people around and telling them this. To... Listen, I've got no... It's, it's, it's as simple as this. My job as a supervisor, my job is to tell you what to do and get an outcome, right? But there's ways of going about it. You don't have to be an asshole, you know? You can empathize with people. You can take in their points of views. You can listen to people, you know? And then... And only then will you be able to be a supervisor, but a supervisor that is able to, you know, keep the level of motivation and willingness to do things from their, their staff at an all-time high because you're empathizing with them and you know what they experience and what they feel. Or you could just be a complete asshole, not take into account and just turn around and say, well, I'm the sheriff and this is what I do. This is what I say. Therefore, you're going to do it or you're going to go home. And I don't think that approach works. 
you know, from my personal experience anyways. Um, but we're, we're, we're straying off of track here. Ultimately, what I wanted to tell you is I was actually fired from that job on, on gross misconduct. Uh, I had, I had a lot of issues with upper management. Um, and it was purely because I didn't like the way they were treating staff, the way they were going about things, and they were just firing people left, right, and center. And I, I came from that group of people, and I was like Moses. I, I, I was for the people, you know what I mean? And therefore, my, my goal was to safeguard them. Management didn't like that, didn't take kindness to me, basically saw me as anti-company, um, and basically I messed up on something, and they blew it out of proportion, and therefore dismissed me on gross misconduct um and i think that was a turning point for me in my life overall because after that i mean i wasn't clued up i wasn't as motivational as i am now i didn't have this this fire inside my belly that i have now um and i wasn't clued up so when i got dismissed uh there was a great chance that i could have fought it and i could have won um but i didn't because i wasn't smart I wasn't clever with what I was doing. I didn't take into consideration how they dismissed me or whatever it was. And therefore, I lost a job and a team that I loved dearly. Right? But what I'm trying to get at is that was a turning point for me. Because that epiphany that happened after that was, I would work for a company again. Yes, I know this. But I would never, ever, ever let them fire me. You know? I would I would understand my terms of the contract, the terms of my the, the 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 agreement. I would understand the company's processes and everything, so that if they ever tried to fuck me, that I would be the first to get at them. You know what I mean? Tribunals, knowing the company's you know ethics, their policies, their processes, their dismissal processes, disciplinaries, and everything. I learned it all. That's because I wasn't going to have, you know, my, my, my job taken away from me over something silly, something so trivial as I don't like this guy because he's always got too much to say, always, always fighting for the staff and the people rather than being a pro-company man. I'm not a pro-company man. I'm here to motivate people. You know what I mean? And a lot of people wake up in the morning and they don't want to go to work. But when you work with me, guys, when you work with me, your job is 10 times better. You know why? Because we can laugh and we can joke. But I'm going to instill motivation into you to want more in life, to not just be at this job forever, to have a future, to make sure that, you know, you're getting the, the most out of your life. You're making sure that you're happy, making sure your family is happy. You're not going to be stuck in this job forever working with me because I'm going to drum it into your head that you deserve more as a person. And the police are either coming for me. <laughs> Anyways, um... So that's what I do, and that's what I still do now. I work for a company, and my manager, he's his motivation is at an all-time low, and my my, I feel like it's my job to boost it and get him back on his feet, make him aware that you know you may have an office manager above you or another manager above you, but guess what? Ultimately, you're the manager of this comp this this particular branch. Therefore, you need to have the willpower, the strength. And the fire inside your belly to defend your, to your staff and your branch at all costs. You know what I mean? So coming back to how this relates to overnight success is that, guys, it, it shouldn't take something negative to happen to you. Like the fact that something hasn't gone viral overnight to kind of demotivate you and take that fire out of your belly. You know what I mean? 
as a person, you should always want more. And always be willing to fail. And I've said this before. Always be willing to fail. Anything you do, you should always be willing to fail. Because there's always going to be some asshole out there telling you you can't make it. You can't do this or that's not for you. But so long as you believe and you have that willpower and that strength inside of you, I can guarantee you, if you put in the time and you're consistent enough, it may not happen tonight, tomorrow, or tomorrow morning, but eventually it will because you're consistent, you're passionate about it, and it's something that you love to do. So overnight success, yes, it's a word, it's a a phrase, but it's not true. It really isn't true. I mean, there may be a few examples of someone releasing one video and it going viral overnight, waking up in the morning, it's crazy. But what were they doing before that? Were they making previous videos before that? Were they doing something similar? Consistently, 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 and it just didn't work, so they tried something different and then they blew up? Overnight success doesn't mean shit, guys, because it doesn't exist. Consistency, hard work, and the willingness to sacrifice time out with friends, family, that's what brings success. And that, guys, is on the real.